Do you wake up in the middle of the night stressing over what you didn't get done or what you still have to do? Are you checking your phone, scrolling through news feeds, and replying to emails as part of your bedtime rituals? Do you wake up groggy and unrefreshed even if your bedtime began seven to eight hours ago? The evening is your PM bookend to your day. Your evening routine is your me time at night that helps you to unwind, quiet the nervous system, and prepare for sleep. How you end your day is essential to recharging from it. This is episode 15, Evening Routines and Rituals to End Your Day. Hello and welcome to The Incrementalist, a productivity podcast on making big changes in small steps. My name is Diane Williams and I'm your productivity coach and host for this show. Your shutdown sequence before bedtime creates the environment for you to rest, relax, and get a good night's sleep. Without a full rejuvenation overnight, it's harder to take charge of your day. Include both productive tasks and restorative tasks in your evening routine. You need to review your day and plan for the next, as well as relax and rest completely. If you wind down enough before your bedtime, you will have space for an effective evening routine. Productive tasks are for the earlier part of your evening routine. These help you to set the ideal environment and mindset for a productive day ahead. An example is reviewing and previewing your day. Go over the progress you made and the action steps you still need to take. Do a brain dump. Get stuff out of your head and onto an external source, like a to-do list, task management system, or calendar. In episode 8 of the Incrementals podcast, I cover tips on how to plan your ideal week, which you can also use to plan your ideal day. Restorative tasks are for the later part of your evening routine. These help your body and mind to slow down and get ready for sleep. An example is setting your intention for the next day. Decide on the mood in which you want to wake up and how you want to show up in your day. Use your evening routine to build positive energy practice self-care and relaxation, and promote a sense of peace and calm. Your evening routine is made up of habits that you do automatically, but by engaging in them with intention, you can turn these habits into rituals that you enjoy and look forward to doing. A ritual is a sequence of steps you take that puts you in a certain state of mind or mood as you complete the thing. Your brain and body will start to associate these activities with bedtime. Sean Stevenson, a health coach and host of the Model Health Show, says the three pillars of health are right nutrition, right exercise, and right sleep. In his book, Sleep Smarter, he describes 21 essential strategies to sleep your way to better health and bigger success. When he was 15 years old, He broke his hip one day at track practice. This was not from a fall. It was from simply running while coming off the curve and onto the straightway. After that, he kept suffering injuries. At the age of 20, he was diagnosed with degenerative bone disease and degenerative disc disease. Doctors told him all he could do was take medication, minimize activity, and get bed rest. 
But a couple years later, after gaining 50 pounds, he made a decision to get well. He changed his diet, added movement and exercise, and then discovered the significance of sleep. He lost the weight, increased his energy, and was no longer in pain. Eventually, he had his spine scanned, and his doctor told him to keep on doing what he was doing. He had taken charge of his own health and recovery. Sean says, Sleep is the force multiplier and the secret sauce. He writes, It will magnify the results you get from your food and movement in the most amazing way if you allow it to. End quote. But we often choose to work longer instead of sleep better because we think this is a productive thing to do. There's only so much time to get it all done. First, it's important to understand the value of sleep and how it works. On average, adults need at least 7-8 to eight hours of sleep. The quality and depth of sleep also matter. There are four different brainwave frequencies. Beta waves are when you are awake, the state when you are thinking, problem-solving, and focusing on task. Alpha waves are when you are relaxed, calm, and lucid, the state when you're imagining, visualizing, and building memory. Theta waves are when you're deeply relaxed. This is the state when you're in deep meditation or in light sleep, including REM dream state. Delta waves are when you're in deep, dreamless sleep. This is when our body engages in the healing and regenerating processes. There are four to five stages of sleep. You start with stage one, which is the alpha state when you're about to fall asleep and in a period of dreaminess. Then you have stage two, which is the theta state when you're in light sleep. It takes about five to 10 minutes to go through stages one and two combined. In stages three and four, you're in deeper sleep. Stage three is when your heart rate slows down, your body temperature falls, and your body starts to enter the deeper stages of sleep. This lasts about 20 minutes. Stage 4 is a delta state, which is a deep sleep mode. This slow-wave sleep is when your brain is really resting. If you are jolted awake by an alarm clock when you're in deep sleep mode, it can be very disorienting. REM sleep comes and goes through the sleep cycle and is often referred to as stage 5. It's an active part of sleep when dreaming occurs. The brain waves look similar to wake time, but the body and voluntary muscles in your arms and legs are not moving. A sleep cycle normally takes 90 minutes and repeats 4-6 to six times per night. Six 90-minute sleep cycles total 9 hours of sleep. You need stages 1 and 2 to get to stage 3 and 4, and you need stages 3 and 4 to get enough REM sleep. Deep sleep helps with learning, memory formation, flushing out toxins, and repairing your immune and digestive systems. To improve sleep quality and duration, you need to create a sleep sanctuary. Keep your bedroom dark and quiet. Get blackout curtains or shades to block out light. You might benefit from a white noise sound machine. Keep the room temperature at optimal level. 60 to 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Experiment to find the ideal temperature for you, but cool is better than hot. You can take a warm bath or shower to get the best body temperature for sleep. Try wearing socks or use warmer blankets. A heating pad, 
grounding sheets or mat, or weighted blanket are items that can prime your body for sleep. Ban the TV, computer, laptop, tablet, and phone from your bedroom. When you walk in, it helps to have no internet, no social media, and no emails to keep you awake. If you do remote work and your office happens to be in your bedroom, have a shoji screen or some other physical barrier between work and rest. At the very least, avoid working or studying in bed. If you use your phone as an alarm and have a habit of checking it in bed, keep it as far away as possible, on the other side of the room or in a nearby room. Here are key things to avoid in your evening routine. Shut down all screens at least 90 minutes before you go to sleep. This will help to create melatonin, the sleep hormone, and reduce cortisol, the stress hormone. If 90 minutes is too much, start with 30 minutes to 60 minutes before your bedtime. Blue light emitting from screens can interfere with sleep quality and mess with your circadian rhythm, your internal body clock, that affects your hormone levels and body temperature. Put up guardrails and boundaries so you're not responding to emails and text messages after 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., for example. If you enjoy YouTube videos and Instagram feeds, indulge purposely in these online activities in the earlier part of your evening routine after work, preferably before dinner. If you tend to get sucked into online information, set an alarm for winding down and preparing to go to sleep. Close the laptop, shut off the TV, and turn off the cell phone or put it in airplane mode. Being overstimulated with media consumption will keep you up and make it harder to get enough deep sleep and REM sleep. Your last meal should be at least two hours and preferably three hours before bedtime. You want to have a clean stomach so you can take a break from digesting food when you're sleeping. A light snack 15 to 20 minutes before bedtime is okay. This could help to stabilize your blood sugar levels right before you go to bed. If dinner was hours ago, your blood sugar levels will be dropping, which can wake you up in the middle of the night. A fat-carbo combination like a small bowl of popcorn with a little butter, a small portion of steamed broccoli, or a handful of nuts like pistachios, almonds, and walnuts are fine. Avoid vigorous exercise like a full workout late at night. This makes it harder to rest and get the best sleep. It raises your core body temperature and it can take four to six hours for the temperature to come down again. While exercise itself is a pillar of health, you need to watch how and when you exercise. From a thermoregulation perspective, Working out in the late afternoon or early evening, like at 4.30 p.m., sets you up for bedtime at 10 p.m. This gives you enough time for your body temperature to drop to optimal level for sleep. Another strategy that Sean Stevenson mentions is to have a caffeine curfew. Stop drinking coffee and black tea by 12 to 2 p.m. Caffeine has a half-life of around 5 to 8 hours. For most people, it has a 6-hour half-life, so half of it is still active in your system 6 hours later. Caffeine produces adrenaline and cortisol, which are anti-sleep hormones. It's harder to have deep rest and relaxation when you have caffeine after 2 p.m. 
your latest cutoff time for caffeine should be 3 p.m. Another strategy is to go easy on the bottle. You can have the occasional glass of alcohol before, during, or right after dinner. But stop the booze consumption at least three hours before bedtime if you want to sleep longer and deeper. While alcohol makes you fall asleep faster, it disrupts your REM sleep and interferes with your learning and memory processing. In designing your evening routine, include a good mix of productive task and restorative task. First, do your productive task after work and before dinner time, or within an hour after dinner time. Your productive self-care activities are for future you. Review your day and plan for the next day. Keep yourself accountable to what you said you would do. Did you follow through on your main task? And if not, what did you do instead? What could you do to improve or do better tomorrow? Review your calendar, to-do list, or task management system for the next day. It's better to set a concrete plan the evening before instead of in the morning of your day. You can check what's coming up, edit, and take out stuff. You can prime yourself to execute on your priorities and mentally rehearse to create the right mindset and energy level. Writing helps you to get your mind off of what needs to be done and prevent racing thoughts during bedtime. You could keep your to-do list or sheet of paper on your nightstand. If something wakes you up in the middle of the night, write it down for processing later. Another thing you could do is prepare for the next day by making small choices ahead of time. For example, pick out the clothes you will wear to an appointment, meeting, or interview. Take out your running shoes if you plan to go for a run in the morning. Clean up your workspace. Clear your desk to neutral and reset your environment. Have everything in its place for when you begin work tomorrow. This will reduce friction and decision fatigue the next day. Clean up your living space. Wipe off the kitchen counters and dining table. Do the dishes. Take out the garbage. Put the pots, pans, and plates away. That way, in the morning, you'll walk into a clean kitchen to start your day. Evenings are also a great time to learn new information or practice a hobby to build on your knowledge base and skill set. You could read a business marketing book, listen to an educational podcast, or practice a musical instrument. Next, do your restorative task after dinner time, preferably at least 30 minutes to one hour before bedtime. Your restorative self-care activities are for present you. Journaling is an effective way to capture random thoughts and ideas to clear up mental space. Visualize what you want to manifest the next day and imagine yourself carrying out the steps. Define and reframe your limiting beliefs. For five minutes, you could write in a gratitude journal or gratitude log about what you appreciate the most. Write at least three things you're grateful for. You might have accomplished more than you realize. Reflect on your day and celebrate the wins and successes, no matter how small. Note down at least one highlight of your day. Reading non-work-related books, such as fiction or biographies, can also be a restorative activity. You might want to read outside your bed in a comfortable chair to have a clear association between your bed and sleep. You could also drink sleep-inducing, non-caffeinated, 
herbal tea such as chamomile or chamomile, and valerian root tea about an hour before you go to bed. Even if the ingredients themselves do not induce deep sleep for you, the tea drinking ritual can help. You train your brain to associate tea time with bedtime. Engaging in gentle movement or exercise is another key ingredient of an evening routine. Examples are restorative yoga, like forward folds, legs up the wall pose, child's pose, and shavasana. There's also tai chi, qigong, or light stretches. These types of gentle exercises help you to de-stress and decompress. Relaxing breath work is another essential part of an evening routine. Take longer exhales than inhales. To induce relaxation in sleep, inhale for four counts in, exhale for seven to eight counts out. Or, breathe in for five seconds, hold for five seconds, and breathe out for five seconds, and then hold for five seconds. You can exhale through the nose or mouth, do at least three rounds. You can also do a body scan from your toes and feet all the way up to your spine and up to the top of your head. Breathwork can be done while you're lying in bed as you begin to sleep or when you wake up in the middle of the night. This helps to put you in a relaxed state that produce alpha and delta waves. Prayer or meditation also helps to reduce stress release feel-good hormones, and process the mental chatter. Do this right before you go to bed. You can also turn mundane activity like washing your face, brushing your teeth, taking a warm shower, or combing or brushing your hair into a form of mindfulness meditation. Just be present for the activity as you go through it. Listening to mellow music also helps you to wind down and calm the nervous system. As a general rule, you want to keep a consistent bedtime. The prime hours for deep sleep are between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Maybe on a Friday or Saturday, or when you have time off from work, you might choose to go to bed later and sleep in a bit. But to get the best sleep, it's better to go to bed and wake up at or around the same time every day. This helps you to keep your circadian rhythm in check, and if you claim to be a night owl, you might want to look into whether this is really due to poor sleep habits than to your internal body clock. Being a night owl is a relatively new phenomena that comes with artificial lighting. If you're waking up tired and unrefreshed, but log 7-8 to eight hours in bed, the problem might have to do more with your sleep quality. Besides getting a sleep evaluation at a local sleep center, you could try an at-home monitoring device like the Aura Ring or Fitbit. But if you find that sleep tracking makes you more anxious, just focus on developing and practicing an ideal evening routine. You need deep, restful sleep to fully recharge from your day. Sleep is essential for a strong immune system and optimal health. It sharpens your focus prevents brain fog, regulates metabolism, and amps up your energy. Good sleep makes you less reactive with the fight-or-flight response in the amygdala part of your brain 
and activates higher-order executive functions in the brain. To transition from day to night, practice evening routines and rituals that ground you, relax you, and get you ready for deep sleep. To benefit the most from your morning routine and the next day, you need to have an effective routine that ends your day well. Your evening is not a separate and isolated event. It connects to your next day. Be sure to check out episode 14 of the Incrementalist podcast, Morning Routines and Rituals to Start Your Day. If you have a productivity issue you want me to address on the show or need coaching to design your own morning and evening routine, contact me through my website at dinewilliams.com. As always, your ratings, reviews, and shares will help others find the show. Thank you for joining me and tune in again for the next episode.